my advanced horse that he's a big Irish type and he would take a lot of fitness then he's also prone to injuring himself so I was trying to figure out kind of the best way to get him fit with reducing wear and tear on his legs and when I actually started just looking at it for my own personal benefit there's like zero research into it so then when it came time to do my own research project I thought hmm, maybe I should really look into this Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans. And Karen, as usual, we love to thank our sponsor, Exhibitors Products, for sponsoring this episode. Yes, and this week we'd like to feature the quick shampoo and conditioner. Very good stuff. Very good stuff. Tell us all about it, Karen. Well, the Quick Shampoo is a new breakthrough in shampoo technology with a shine intensifying solution for equine hair that optically alters the way light interacts with each hair shaft. A low sudsing formula that rinses out quickly is an excellent stain remover and is gentle enough for everyday use. Used consistently, the optical effects intensify and enhance shine with each use. Mm. Well, we saw that firsthand, didn't we, Karen? We sure did. We washed old Max up, and that was the first. The first step was getting off all the heavy stuff with the shampoo and conditioner. And yes. that alone did a great job. It sure did. And it was amazing. Yeah, and that the conditioner really got the tail all untangled and really helped with that, right? Yeah, it came out nice and silky and smooth. Silky smooth. So, um, you know, hey. We all need shampoo and conditioner, Karen, for our horses. So I think exhibitors got that covered pretty doggone good. Yep. And like they say, groom like you mean it. Groom like you mean it. Cold weather is here and the holidays are upon us. Get your favorite equestrian, a Red and Goat jumpsuit, and save $40 by going to redandgoatequestrian.com and enter MLE40 at checkout. Karen, and this week we'd like to highlight another equine charitable organization, We have Rosemary Farm Sanctuary, Karen. Yes. So what do they do? Their mission is to rescue horses in need and protect them for life. They save equines from slaughter, neglect, and abuse. When the horses arrive there, they are home. That is wonderful, Karen. Mm -hmm. I love it. Short and sweet. So there are 501c3 nonprofit sanctuary for equines, Karen. Yes. So... They take donations and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. They're up in New York in the Catskills, beautiful area up there. So if you want any more information, go to rosemaryfarm.org, get more information. And uh, yeah, if you feel like donating, hit them up. Hit so, them up. And if you want to nominate a charitable organization in the equestrian kind of space, Karen, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be necessarily a rescue, something, and something in the equestrian equine world, animal world. Hit us up, let us know, and we'll shout them out. I'm Karen. And I'm Rob. Karen, very excited for this Major League Eventing podcast. Yeah. You know we love our international riders. Oh, yes, we do. So we especially love our Canadians. So please welcome to the show, advanced level Canadian rider, Jill Thomas. Jill, welcome welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Happy to be here. This is super, super yeah, cool. Very we're excited, cool. To, excited to have you on. There's some very interesting stuff that we're going to reveal as we go. Karen. Yes, so yes. Everyone has to stay on the whole interview <laughs> because 
We don't want to give it all away. No, right we don't. We don't. This is very cool. So, <laughs> Jill, thanks a lot for joining us. We uh, we always uh, we always like to find out. You're Canadian, but we're just trying to find out where, where are you coming to us from right now. I am currently on vacation at my parents' house in Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. Ooh. Very snowy Red Deer. Red Deer. <laughs> wow. How much snow? Red Deer. Um, probably have like half a foot right now. Oh. Probably. Oh, yes. <laughs> we got a dusting and I fell down the steps walking out of the back door today, so I can only Oh no. I know. Okay, we'll I'm clumsy. That's why I don't ride motorcycles. I can't even walk. I'm a mess. <laughs> where where is Red Deer? Is that outside of Alberta? Yeah, wow. it's Alberta, so it's the western side of Canada. Wow. Oh. Um, wow. Yeah. I've never been there. Can no. Do they have Mounties? Karen's looking for Mounties. We go to Bromont and she's disappointed. She, we're on a desperate search for getting seeing real live Mounties. Oh, well, sometimes you might see one here in the summertime. In the, su- in the summer. Go. We got to go to Alberta. We have to go to Red Deer. We're, 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 Red, Red Deer. Red Deer. Alberta. Red Deer. Alberta in the summer. Yeah. Find a Mountie. So. In the summer. Maybe. Well, I don't know why she's so into these Mounties. Well, I, think, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I just expected <laughs> to see one. I don't know. So <laughs> they are pretty cool when you see them. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, Jill, one thing we love to do is we love to go back and hear your story about how you actually got your start in riding. So, can you take us back and tell us all about it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, I was pretty lucky because I've grown up on a farm. So we've always had horses from the get-go and um, cows a lot of the time as well. And my dad also rides. He does western riding and he does cutting horses. Um, So with cows and stuff like that was pretty cool. So I've grown up being pretty immersed in that. And then I was lucky enough to basically be allowed to try any sort of riding sport I wanted when I was little. And I eventually got into Pony Club, which is how I ended up in eventing. And then I met a three-day eventing trainer here in Red Deer named Brenda Thompson, who started me off on my three-day eventing journey and then once I kind of got hooked onto that it just never stopped from there um and evented up to the preliminary level here in Alberta and then after I graduated high school I had to go to university that was a deal that I had with my parents (laughs) um so I went to university which was actually good because I was in between horses at the time and After university, I decided to go and do a working student position down in the States and then never left, (laughs) pretty much. Gotcha. Who'd you you do your working student stint with? I went and worked for Allison Springer in Virginia. I was only supposed to go for a year, and I ended up being there five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was really fun. Learned a ton and major thanks to her for everything she did. So top it was flight, great. Top flight program for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love Allison. Definitely. Program. Yeah. She's great. That's cool. And then from, from there, did you like, now what did you go to school for? I did my undergrad 
for a Bachelor of Science in Animal Health, majoring in Companion and Performance Animals. I originally thought that I was going to go to vet school, but I interviewed once but never got accepted. And after talking with a lot of the vets here, they were like, you know, if you really want to ride, don't be a vet. So I decided at the time that, you know, I really wanted to try the riding thing out somewhere else. And that's how I decided to be a working student and then kind of left vet school in the rear view mirror. Rear view mirror. Yeah. So. Hmm. All, well, you know, you went to a top, top program. So, I mean, if you, you know, if you're going to go for it, go for it with the best, with the best. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you absolutely. did. That was kind of the deal as well. My dad told me if I was going to do it, I had to go somewhere really good. So yeah. that was good. That's really awesome. Yeah. And you did five years there. And then what, how what, what, did, did you go out on your own straight from there or what's. Yep. Um, I actually just went out on my own this past summer. Um, it was oh. kind of just the time to kind of take the big step out on my own to see if I could do it. So um, it was great being at Allison's. I learned so, so much and got to ride so many awesome horses. And But it was just time to move on to doing my own thing kind of. And so far it's been pretty good. So that's awesome. <laughs> can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the, that, that whole journey and, and where you're at now and about the business that you started. Yeah. So I was lucky to meet a lovely lady through Allison um, that was gener generous enough to offer stalls at her barn for me to use and right only about 10 minutes from where Allison is in Virginia. So I'm still in Middleburg. And um, so I've got horse and couple horses in training, two of my own horses, and a bunch of really, really awesome students that I love teaching and riding horses for people is great. So I've been really fortunate to have a pretty successful start out on my own. Wow. That's really yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's really nice. Uh, you know, this is yeah. great. So we just, you know, I, I, I'm always curious about how people make that transition from like working student rider position to riding. Could you, how did you, did you have these students already? Like when you were working for Allison, did you have like at night when you got off, were you teaching people or how, or how, how did this, or is this part of the barn? Like you moved in the barn and they already had a program or how, how did that all work? Um, honestly, a lot of it was just word of mouth between people. And I actually reached out to a number of the pony clubs in the area if they were looking for any instructors. And through that, I've actually gained quite a few of my own students that are younger kids. And then same thing, just people I know, I just let them know I was out of my own. And, you know, some of them were like, oh, I have horses that I need ridden, like, come on over or put me in contact with someone else that needed lessons. So it's a lot of word of mouth and um, just kind of being in the right place at the right time most of the time. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of, yeah, and a lot of, I mean, hard work and kind of putting myself out there, which isn't always the easiest thing for me, but um, it's it's been really fun. And I've met a lot of great people. That is awesome. That is the Pony Club connection. That's always mm -hmm. good. And what, oh, yeah. what rating did you get up to in Pony Club? I ended up with my B level in okay. the Canadian Pony Club system, which is about the about the equivalent in the American. So gotcha. it was great. 
Yeah, that's solid. Bees mm-hmm. solid. Oh yeah, that's tough. That <laughs> sure is no is. joke. The bees and yays. I got a lot, a lot of respect for those folks. No doubt. No doubt. Definitely. Now, do you uh, take the business south for the winter, or are you staying in Virginia through the winter? Uh, no. No, I am going to be going down to Aiken, South Carolina for the winter. Nice. Nice. Where are you staying down there? I am really lucky that I have stalls at a farm in Bridal Creek okay. owned by Lisa Eidinger. I believe that's how you say her last name. Um, super fortunate. So I'm pretty excited to get down there that's for awesome. sure brattle creek that's nice yeah i believe that's, that's where philip and ryan go yeah big phil and yep. woodsy yep you mean good company yeah all in that area that <laughs> yeah fantastic. definitely oh definitely I wish I, I wish I could go south for the winter i here. know <laughs> i need to work that yeah out. we're we're definitely pretty spoiled that we get to do that <laughs> that is awesome and now uh, and when you're like your business tell us about what type of things you do so you said you have students you have horses in training can you just tell us like what if people had like, what, what is, are you into training, breaking sales? What, what's all, what all do you do? Clinics? Um, I would love to do clinics. Um, and I'm say I'd be a fairly good at teaching younger riders as well as o- older riders. Um, I really love training younger horses and bringing them up. Um, I think it's really fun to, put a really great foundation on them and, you know, start bringing them up through the levels. And yeah, I, I really enjoy the young horses. I think it's really fun. Um, I haven't done any sales horses. It would be something I definitely would love to get into more for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, but I, I really enjoy teaching and doing the young horses for sure. And then I'm never opposed to horses that are older and need stuff as well. But I think that's really what I enjoy is the younger horses and the younger students, as well as my older students. They're great as well. That's <laughs> cool. Well, you know, and I think, you know, you're still in a young business, so you always have to find yeah. your, 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 your niche, you know, and that's going to take a little bit of time until you really hammer it out. And you know what? Some people, so what's good this year, the next two years might, things might change, you know? So exactly, exactly. I think, cool. I think that's really awesome. And then Karen, we had, she has some really cool, you're going to grad school. Yeah. Right? You're getting your master's. Yeah. I'm getting my master's decided I needed another project. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's your master's uh, in? It'll be a master of science in equine science. Gotcha. A master of science in equine science. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's really cool. Do you ever find a pony club was helpful with that stuff? Uh, a lot of it, it was helpful. And then obviously my undergrad was also super helpful. Um, the first couple years of my master's was uh, class work. So taking courses, which was super interesting. And I learned a ton, which I apply honestly every day to my own horses and other horses. Um so I'm just in my final year, which is my research project That's right cool. now. And what and what and what what college is this or university? This is the University of Edinburgh in Scotland. It's through their veterinary school. Mm. So yeah, they're like one of the only universities that do kind of a similar online master's. So there's people in my course from all over the world which is pretty awesome that's really cool yeah is it the type of class that you have like 
you get on like live with the professor or or is it all independent study um it depends they had some live sessions that you didn't have to go to them they would all be recorded so you could access them at any time and then most of the class lectures were just all recorded and you just kind of did them whenever you wanted but we had you know papers and assignments for every class with due dates so you had to be kind of keeeping up with it mm, i don't have the discipline for self-study <laughs> now you're doing your research research project on fitness program of upper level event horses and distal limb injuries. Can you tell yeah. us about that? Um, so we got to choose what kind of area of equine science we wanted to do our research project in. And I really loved nutrition, but I really decided that um, I loved injuries and exercise physiology a lot more. And it was really sparked out of my own horse, my advanced horse, that he's a big Irish type and he would take a lot of fitness and he's also prone to injuring himself. So I was trying to figure out kind of the best way to get him fit with reducing wear and tear on his legs. And when I actually started just looking at it for my own personal benefit, there's like zero research into it. So then when it came time to do my own research project, I thought, hmm, maybe I should really look into this. So that's kind of how it got spurred on, I guess. And my supervisor is a really awesome lady from Hartbury College in England that did a lot of rider fitness stuff okay. in association with horse fitness as well. So she's been really crucial to helping me with this. And then we both decided that kind of serving upper level event riders would be the best way to kind of get the info we wanted. That's awesome. So how do we, what, what's, what, what info are you looking for and how do we, are you looking for help like getting info out or out to you? How do you, how does this work? I mean, I'm just asking everyone and anyone that's written at the preliminary level and above to go take my survey. And if they can, you know, pass it along to, any of their friends or people overseas that they know, that would be great too. Um, I've actually gotten a pretty decent response, more than I thought I was going to get so far, which is great. And the survey's open through till the end of March. And I would love more four and five star riders to take it. <laughs> um, I've gotten a lot of two and three star riders, which is great. Don't get me wrong, but I definitely need to bulk up the four and five star riders that um, would be really helpful to the study. And, you know, if you have multiple horses that are competing at those levels, you can do the survey for each horse because it's more asking about horse specifics than a rider's program almost. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see kind of what the results show what, up. What as. are some sample questions that like are on your survey? Um, I ask everything from what's the housing situation for your horse, such as like, is it out on day turnout, night turnout, never turned out, those sort of things, to how many days a week do you spend hacking, and how long do you spend hacking, and how many days do you do fitness work? and how many days do you do trot sets and how long are those trot sets and 
then it will ask if your horse has ever been injured from the knee or hawk down because that's what a distal limb injury is and then what sort of injury um and then if it's been rehabbed and then the horse is back competing at the same level or if it had to change to a different career or compete at a lower level or be retired any of those sorts of things and it's 100 percent anonymous so no one's going to know what person answered or I'm never going to know or anything. So, I mean, I've taken the survey and I can't even tell which one was my <laughs> response. So it's, it's not, you're not going to, I'm not going to figure out who you are. Right. Gotcha. Now, do you have big plans? Like once you collect all this data, um, do you think the university would turn it over to the veterinary side or what, what do you have? What are, what are your hopes for this uh, study? Um, for right now, I mean, I have to write my, whole dissertation paper at the end of this um, based on my research and then ideally I'd actually like to hopefully get it published in one of the journals veterinary or physiology journal um, and just hopefully the university will definitely be very helpful in showing the data to people that could do stuff with it for sure um, I have to come up with future plans for it through the process and hopefully it'll be useful in helping reduce injuries, but still getting event horses fit down the line. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Hope well, it's a good starting point. I think that exactly. It's a great starting point. It's a mm -hmm. great place to find a trend in yeah. how they go. And, and it all starts with, with that. And, and again, if, if you can get a nice big cross section, right, Karen? Of, oh yeah of of different riders and hopefully we can get some more four and five star riders out there so um definitely we know that there's a number of those guys that listen you know yes at least they listen please to do my survey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so well hey, how do people find the survey before we move on so it is on a website link that i'm sure i can get to you guys yeah we'll i've shared it yeah. yeah i've shared it to a few um, of the Facebook groups, one being Major League Eventing Group on Facebook, so it should be on there. Um, it's also in my Instagram bio and my Facebook page, my business Facebook page as well. Oh, and so, then we'll link it up in the show notes, yeah. and that'll be people can yeah, just click right on great. it, and that'll be awesome. And then again, once this episode comes out, we'll share that again on Major League Eventers. So great. And I just want to say, there's sometimes there's confusion with our Facebook. So we have Major League Eventing Facebook page yes and then or the group and then Sorry, we had the, the major group. league eventers yeah. group so they're both us but the, the only downside is like on the page on major league eventing's page comments and posts don't sometimes show up so we have people that like share stuff there thinking they're on the eventers so a little confusing i guess in hindsight we should have <laughs> changed that <laughs> up a little i don't know but anyhow we'll make sure that your stuff's on the major league eventers group and major league eventing and in the show Perfect. notes yes. so we would love to see that and we would love to hear back from you and 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 see what type of data you get to collect and um hopefully hopefully the listening audience out there uh takes some how long do you think this survey takes to 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 take uh it should take less than five minutes yeah. it's not super long and it's all multiple choice other than one part which you just have to type your horse's breed in so God. other than that it's all multiple choice all yeah. right so come on everybody at home yeah it's the off season it. it's the right. off season right. plus exactly this, it's the off season everyone the people listening at home they sure would i'm sure anyone that's doing prelim or above uh, uh, 
has probably dealt with this and probably has questions on how do I keep my horse sound. So right. that's all. It all starts with us pitching in with data mm-hmm. to to try to get this this thing started. So yep. I think it's wonderful. Absolutely for a good cause. Absolutely for, for a very good cause. Very good cause. That's awesome. Yeah. So. It's that time of the show. We're going to play quick fire questions. Quick fire questions. Uh, we're going to ask five questions and again, answer as fast or as slow as you want. Um, and quick fire questions is brought to you by Equiprism. Get your custom penny in your favorite colors by going to equiprism.com. Oh, yeah. And speaking of Equiprism, uh, how did you pick your cross country colors? Oh man, I mine are so boring and I like black and white and red. Um, the red came in because I'm Canadian, of course, but I just had those colors from the get go and I never changed them. I never went through any sort of colorful phase, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was probably because one of my event horses was a paint horse. So I just probably felt that I didn't need any more color. <laughs> going around gotcha. at that point black and white and red. red yeah well yeah there's the red so there's a reason for that there we go yeah. all right so how do you stay in shape for riding i really love my orange theory fitness classes i'm pretty diligent about going to those once or twice a week so that's that high intensity interval training stuff and um i also really love hot yoga and if I don't have either of those around, I'll go out for a good run outside. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, hot yoga. Hot yoga. Made famous hot by yoga. Berkram. Ber- Berkram hot yoga. That's a whole other story. <laughs> that's a whole different. Yeah. I grew up <laughs> that dude was crazy. But uh, that's cool. And then our, I actually listened to a podcast with the founder of Orange Theory. And I tell oh, you, really? that, that is a really, really interesting thing. I've never done it, but. It seems like it's really, really cool. So it's super fun. You should try it out. I should it's try really it out. fun. I should yeah, try it it's out. It's great. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite event to compete at? Oh man, that's tough. Um, I love Carolina International. That's one of my favorites. It's always on my go-to list. And then I have to say that I also love the event at Rebecca Farm. I got to do that one all the time growing up in Alberta because it was actually a really short drive for us to get there. So that's also one of my all-time favorite events. So hopefully we'll get back there soon. That's awesome. I hope. Hmm. That's okay. awesome. Everyone, everyone loves that event for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's great. You have to go if you haven't been. Yeah, we got another road trip we got to take. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you have any good luck or superstitions before going out cross-country? Um... The only thing that I'm pretty set on is I have a pair of Canadian Olympic socks that I end up wearing every time I go cross country. And other than that, um, I'm not too superstitious, but that's definitely one thing. I always wear the same socks (laughs) out on cross country. There you go. I like it. Do you wash them? I do wash them. Okay. All right. Karen's been hanging out with me too long. That's a question I would I know. I was waiting for him to ask that. (laughs) All right. Last question. If you could ride any horse, past, present, or fiction, who would it be? I would have to say I watched a lot of old videos of Murphy himself jumping cross country, which I think would be super fun. And 
I probably would also love to ride any of Michael Young's horses, to be honest. <laughs> I'd take any of them. <laughs> but they're all great. But I definitely loved Murphy himself from back in the day. Very oh, cool. Yeah. Definitely. Great answer. Yeah. Great answer. Well done, Cameron. Well done. A++. A++ for our Canadians. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Holy smokes. I love it. So you wear the Olympic socks. Is that a, is that a, a like a, a, something to remind you of a goal? Or is that is that kind of on the on the radar someday, hopefully? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a big goal of mine would be to represent Canada at the Olympics or World Championships or anything like that. I would love, love, love to do that. So it's definitely a goal of mine that I try and keep in the back of my brain gotcha. to work towards. Well, you know, once you put it out there, I believe mm-hmm. in it, Karen. Yeah. Believe oh, yeah. You got you to say it. It's out True. There. And when You're you say it, it becomes real. So here we are. She said it. International. <laughs> podcast the whole world has just heard you say it so there we go it's on the radar. there you go do, are you do you uh, like uh, uh, the canadian eventing i mean uh what's uh, uh, is there a lot of, like um are are you trying to get in with the like the coaches and on the training list at all or is that is that coming um or? definitely trying i do take lessons from david o'connor who's been helping the canadians out so um it's nice to kind of be there with him to take lessons from um definitely working towards kind of being on those lists for sure um but yeah always working hard to get there you know the canadians i love the canadian Mm -hmm. writers oh yeah oh yeah we do yeah they're all great it's a strong it's it's a small but mighty group yes and i and i really i mean that i really uh i really like those guys a lot so yeah they're great they're and great. we have a very good, just to saying, we have a very great Canadian following, Karen. Oh, yeah, we do. Our Canadian listeners are, are wonderful. We get a lot of mm-hmm. our, all our Canadian uh, episodes, all of our interviews with Canadians are like highly rated. So shout out to our Canadians yep. out there, Karen. Shout out to Canadians. <laughs> Yay. USA, right? A. So we're all in there. there you go. <laughs> so, uh, the, so you 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 know you're 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 just setting out on your own, but you know you're you're in business. You've done a lot. We always like to find out if you have any advice for young people coming up. Um, you know what 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 do you have to say? Any any good advice that you'd like to impart on someone out there that's thinking about following in your footsteps? I would just say work hard, try and get in with good people. That's a big thing that's going to matter. Get with someone who you really look up to, and then just work hard never say no to anything and just take the chances and put yourself out there because maybe you'll get lucky and do something great one day. Hopefully I'm still hoping for that one. So (laughs) yeah, that's, I I like it. You got to put yourself out there. That's a big one. Put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. I love it. Good advice. Great advice. Yes. So as we wind things down, um, do you have any sponsors or supporters you want to give a shout out to? I do. I have a few sponsors that I'm super, super lucky. But first of all, my major supporters, my parents, who I love and I would not be here without them. So first of all, shout out to Jeff and Charlene for supporting their crazy daughter. Way to go, and- Jeff and Charlene. <laughs> yeah. Good parenting. Yay. <laughs> Way to give it up for the parents. I love it. Yeah. And then I've got a few sponsors that are awesome. Um, I have Auburn Laboratories, which makes APF Pro that they've been sponsoring me for quite a while now. Um, 
bluegrass animal products who makes Equiotic, which is awesome for my horses. Uh, Buckeye Nutrition for all my feed, which they're the best. I'm sure everyone's seen Buckeye Nutrition everywhere, which is awesome. Uh, Primetime Leather Care, which is actually a girl from Alberta that I've known for a long time, makes her own leather cleaning stuff, so everyone should check that out. And World Equestrian Brands for tack and all that good stuff to keep me in business. So I can't thank all of them enough. (laughs) They're great. Sounds good. Word Equestrian Brands just joined the Major League Eventers Facebook group. Yes, they did. I saw that. So shout out to Word Equestrian Brands. Yep, they're great. Welcome to the group. Welcome to the group. (laughs) A little personal shout out. A little personal shout out. (laughs) That's awesome. That is fantastic. That's really, really great. You know, because getting sponsorship is so, so, so important. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you got some really, really awesome, awesome sponsors. So Yeah, I'm super thankful to have all of them. They're fantastic. That's awesome. So as we wind things down, how do people, when they want to, you know, start getting in touch, either follow along or try to, you know, go get lessons with you or try to set you up for a clinic or anything like that. How do people follow along? You have websites, yeah. social media? Um, I have a Jill Thomas eventing Facebook page, which they can reach me through there to get my number if they want to set up lessons or horse training or anything like that. And then I have just my own Instagram that I post most of my horse stuff on. I think it's J Thomas 13 or Jill Thomas 13. Not quite sure. One of those two. (laughs) But um, yeah, I don't have a website yet. I'm working on that. But um, I try and keep my Facebook page pretty up to date with everything. Awesome. And on the Instagram, they'll have uh, they'll be able to find the link to your survey as well as yes, we'll yep, as well as my Facebook. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Great. Awesome. Awesome. And you're a member of the the Major League Eventers group, right? I am a member. Yep. And I listen to all the podcasts usually <laughs> while I'm out riding. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. That was nice. Yeah. Very thank nice. You guys. Awesome. <laughs> Well, Karen, this was awesome. Yeah, this was great. We love our Canadians. Our Canadians never let us down. Never. They are great guests. (laughs) And uh, I really really wish you a lot of luck with finishing up this school. I wish you a lot of luck with your your, your project. What what do we call that? Is it, is it, what what do we call this project? What do we call this? Um, Yeah, it's my research study. Research study for a dissertation. Oh, dissertation. Oh. I would have never made it. I would never. I can't even spell dissertation, let alone the whole paper. So, on that note. Uh, so, hey, listen, Jill, thank you so much again. Everyone get out there. Take this study. It only takes five minutes. Yep. It's really going to be helpful. And hopefully in a few years from now, we'll all be benefiting from this research. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You can leave us a review on Apple iTunes or visit us at MajorLeakEventing.com. Cheers.